This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to Blurring the Lines podcast. This is episode 34. I'm your co-host, Adam Bell, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Peter Nicolaitis. Welcome to the show, Peter. Great to be here. <laughs> it's it's Friday. I'm I'm a little punchy, but it's 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 uh, all in all, it's a good day. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you were drinking a coffee a minute ago, weren't you? It was actually about one ounce of tea with honey that I had left over from late morning snack prior to going out to yoga class. So it's about an hour and a half old <laughs> and super sweet like all the honey i didn't stir it well so all the honey was at the bottom yeah. so essentially i had about a tablespoon of honey and just like, boom. <laughs> ah, it's healthy sugar luckily i have water here <laughs> yeah all right so what have you been up to this week well i am very pleased to announce that um i can stop playing this ridiculous game pokemon go now (laughs) (laughs) because after many many months of hard work i finally have uh captured enough bulbasaurs and ivysaurs to fully evolve them into venusaur nice (laughs) yes those of you don't remember we'll put a link into the show notes for the uh, pokey awesome video which i still maintain is the funniest thing i've ever seen on the internet (laughs) and uh it's just freaking hilarious so and ever since i saw that i wanted to get uh i needed to get my own venusaur i had to catch them all and uh and i did so uh yeah so i'm done i can throw this stupid game and and while i'm at it i think i'll throw my entire freaking iphone out the window too oh (laughs) just get rid of it i'm just done oh i i hate my iphone but i digress i had a whole (laughs) podcast devoted to that so i'm not going to go into that today (laughs) what about you oh we've got snow down here we've got uh, approximately zero inches and wow uh, but the whole state shut down, you know, and the kids are coming home from school at one o'clock and, you know, mm-hmm. so that's the, the fun stuff that's happening right now. But I it's think been a good week. Yeah, I, um, my, uh, I've got a massage appointment for tomorrow afternoon and my, um, my massage therapist emailed me and asked me, uh, you know, she says, it's supposed to, we're supposed to get a few inches of snow tomorrow. Do you want to reschedule? I was like, a few inches. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so quaint. A few yeah. inches. So now, if it had been a few feet, I would have said, maybe I really should put the snow tires back on. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't. So, anyway. Yeah. But, that's yeah. what you said. Use that massage table as a sled and get here. That's right. Well, I'm going to her, her office yeah. tomorrow. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, what else we got? We actually have topics this time. Yeah, we have some topics. As opposed well, to a friend of ours that we can just ramble on with. <laughs> <laughs> can't blame it. Can't blame today's uh, failure on Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Blame every other failure on Kevin, but not there, today's. There we go. Well, have you seen um, the Netflix series OA? In fact, I have. The entire thing. The entire thing. Okay. First don't. Season. Don't spoil it for me. No spoilers. No spoilers. Because no I'm really... Cl- well, at first, I didn't... 
well, you know, I like original series and I like yep. the freedoms that they have because <laughs> they can do a little more language or, you know, realistic without it, you know, and they have a little bit more time. So I like the original series stuff. And I was just like, this is just a sci-fi. I thought it just itch, you know, fix a sci-fi itch, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the first episode I wasn't all that you know, I was, I was like, oh, it's it's interesting. It wasn't really, really interesting. But the second, I was like, oh, I'm hooked. Hmm. It's good. I I liked it, but I um I was um, no spoilers. I I was a little disappointed at the end. So um, but supposedly there I I don't remember if I had heard that there were there's been talk about season two but i don't know if that means it's like in production or approved or whatnot mm-hmm. but um i was uh yeah so it, it was it, it was definitely riveting at times mm-hmm. i'll give you that um but uh yeah so it's uh it, it was it was interesting and it was worth watching you know if you if you get into it then awesome and if you don't eh, it's all right well wasn't one of the creators of lost involved with this yeah, well, that could explain a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, then we ought to be like in store for a uh, poor ending. <laughs> oh, I don't remember if we talked about that on the um, on the podcast before, but um, I watched all of Lost, and this was back in the days when Netflix was not streaming, you know, and it was all DVDs. Mm-hmm. And and I remember, you know, I would get a copy and I would rip a copy and archival, you know, make sure I could see them all because I just wanted to like get them and I didn't want to wait. So I would like batch them up, rip them, watch them all in, you know, in batches and not have to wait like another three to five days for the DVDs to show up. And I remember going through and watching the the series finale and as soon as it was over, going to my archive and deleting every copy that I had down. I was like, I am never going to watch that crap again. <laughs> did, did you ever see, there was a YouTube video and I was, I was looking for it and, and I'll find it, put it in the show notes where it was talking about the producers, how they figured out what elements were going to be in lost that week. And they had like a, a, a wheel and they spun the wheel and they threw a dart at it. And it's a, it's a witch. <laughs> you know? The island moves. That makes sense. Yeah, the island moves. Right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. No. Lost was. Uh, you know, I got into it. It was. It was like, wow, this is so cool. What's going on? But um, I think Dane Cook summed it up best. Was like, you know, this is me. This is me watching Lost. What the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are these people? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I felt too. I really enjoyed it the first run, and I really liked Kate and Jack the first run. Yep. But the Captain second Kirk. run, the second time I watched him, I was like, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. like, I was like, oh, like okay, yeah. I like everybody else better than you guys now. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, well, we got off track. We did. We got we got lost. You could we say. got lost. <laughs> boom, boom. All right. Old business. I got that hydrometer. Okay. And then I needed to buy another hydrometer with a tube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one you told me about that you sent me the link for didn't have a tube. <laughs> so I bought one that does include a tube. Mm-hmm. So now I have two hydrometers and one tube. 
Okay. And I could return the $12.83 hydrometer, but it's going to cost me $6.69 to do that. Plus some time out of your life. Plus time out of life, exactly. So now I have two hydrometers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I need to know what to do with it. Now, I put some beer into the tube the other day, and I sent you a picture of my readings. Mm-hmm. But then you implied that I should have taken a reading prior to kegging it? <laughs> yes. So, you didn't tell me that. So <laughs> I, I left out some critical information there. <laughs> <laughs> order of operations is kind of important you know because you're like oh, you need to use the hydrometer and test it before you finish you know kegging i said okay here's the problem the hydrometer arrived weeks after i <laughs> put the beer in the keg to ferment yeah uh, so, so what's the process for using a hydrometer so what you do is uh you take the initial reading because every one of them is going to be a little bit different its initial reading based on the volume of sugar. Uh, probably not a whole lot of difference in your kits because they all kind of had the same volume. Uh, but you'll get the reading at the initial where it floats at the water line or the, mm-hmm. the beer line. And then. The beer line, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> then you write that number down. And yep. then, then when you test it later, it should float higher. And okay. then you, you do the math of what percentage is it greater than before. or how okay. much, because, because the more alcohol in there, the more buoyant it's going to be. So it'll rise okay. up higher. Uh, I do have a... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the excerpt from my home brewing for dummies and send you the exact instructions. Okay, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, but what I'm hearing you say is that it's a, it's a differential. We're taking deltas as opposed to this is the reading at which it is beer right right okay and well and i actually thought that they kind of did the math for you on on that colored hydrometer maybe i didn't use that one Uh that was the first one i got yeah because i wondered if they did that um because it should you know it should say you know generally speaking your beer is going to be about the same every time when it's done Mm -hmm. well would it it seems to have, if I read it right, it seemed to be indicating a percentage of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't I be like, you know, when it hits 5%, I'm ready to keg it? Are you ready to bottle it or anything like that? That's how I thought it was going to work. Well, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <Okay. laughs> maybe. Send me the instructions and I will send back a, uh, a report in a week or two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think, I wouldn't think it'd be anywhere near five well Uh, 4.7 is very near five yeah yeah. no it was pretty low though it looked i i thought it was somewhere between like three and four i don't remember Mm -hmm. look at the picture i sent you so okay cool yeah so i'll send those instructions that'd be helpful you do you get too much email no i don't I don't. Um, every now and then, I um, I don't look at my inbox for a little while, and I get a lot, and I have to spend you know maybe several minutes uh, prioritizing and sorting it. Mm-hmm. But I don't get too much email. Uh, a lot of my colleagues and clients, however, claim that they get too much email. Uh-huh. And this discussion came up uh, over drinks with some of my colleagues the other night. And the consensus among those assembled was that people just don't know how to manage email. 
There you and, go. And there you go. I mean, at the moment, I have 44 conversations in my inbox at my one work email address right now. Okay. So when we are done... Um, when we are done podcasting, I am going to go through and process all of those, and it will probably take me about f- five to ten minutes. Yeah. And then I will go through and figure out, um, you know, now I'm not saying that I'm going to read and respond to every single one of those. I'll, I'll, most of them don't need a response. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to do is figure out, all right, which of these can I just ignore, at which point I'll delete them. Uh, Which of those do I just want to file away and save? I'll archive them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which of them do I need to act on immediately? And, you know, can I do so in like a minute or so? And I'll do those right then. And then which ones do I need to schedule and actually, you know, put down some time? And Mm -hmm. for that, I'll just schedule that and do that maybe today at like 4 p.m. or something. Yeah. And that's how I handle email, and it works pretty well, and I generally respond to messages, and I get back to folks. Mm-hmm. But then I talk to plenty of people who are like, oh, I don't have time. Oh, email's terrible. I get so much mail. And I'm like, yeah. There, there's there's solutions to a lot of that. You know, unless you're talking like legitimate junk spam, you can unsubscribe from a lot. Yeah. And then other stuff, you should be able to tell pretty much at a glance whether there's something that you need to deal with or, you know, it's just an FYI. Mm-hmm. And I don't get that, you know, because especially at that hospital where I've got the, the contract now, um, there's tons of emails to like 50 people. And they include everybody who could possibly conceivably maybe be relevant or interested in a topic, right? Yeah. So, so you get a lot of garbage that doesn't, you know, so I just take it, archive it, archive it. You know, some things like uh, if someone tells me, like if a director or a manager gets back to me and says, hey, we need your input on this. Okay, I have the whole thread and I can refer to it. Mm-hmm. But if someone emails me directly and says, hey, how do I do this? Or we're having problem with this or we need your help with this. I don't just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> which a lot of people seem to do. <laughs> and I just don't understand that. <laughs> so, oh, I'll, I'll I'll come back to that. Um so the well, do you use Google for your email? I use several different things and uh, Gmail is one of them that I do use. Well, there is a. I use the. Well, we run on Google Apps, but I run the webmail client. So I only have. Th- I have three primary categories set up. The primary, like if you send me an email, it's going to land in primary. Social, mm-hmm. if you sent me a message via Facebook, it's going to go in social. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then promotions for all the other crap that I, you know, the coffee fool, northern brewer, dungarees, <laughs> monoprice. I mean, it's full of just vendor garbage. Yep. And it. So my inbox has right now has 17 messages, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll clean it out at the end of the day, kind of like you. I'll respond to anything that's critical. You know, somebody says, Adam, I need help right now. Blah blah blah, knock it out. But I always respond. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I don't get the <laughs> just. But you know, Outlook users, uh, you know, they just have one one big thing. 
and yep. they get all that garbage. And I like Google's way of combining threads into mm-hmm. instead of that being ten emails, I've got a thread with ten a number ten or you know <laughs> ten in brackets. <laughs> yeah. Ten. <laughs> ten. Oh, so uh, talking about the not response. So I got a. Uh, I got an email and a phone call from an SEO vendor here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And well, I assume they're in Nashville. They had a Nashville phone number. But they uh, they contacted me and phoned me. And I didn't respond. <clears throat> One, I was it was during the holidays, and I wasn't interested. So he phoned and emailed again. I said, I'm not interested. Thank you. I, or I sent him an email. said, I'm not interested. Thanks. Sent it back. He sent it back another response. Well, if you are, if if you're sure you really want to blah blah blah, you know, I, you can do. We can talk about it, and I can give you more detail. And I was like, I already told you, I'm not interested. I mean, I don't owe you yeah. another email telling you, no, no, I'm really, really not interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he emailed and called again today. So. Huh. Amazing. Yeah. Some people just don't get it. <laughs> I um, I have uh, there's one gent from Gartner who keeps on emailing me, telling me that you know we have an offering for you know SMBs like yourself and yada yada yada. And I just said you know at this point I am not looking to do any marketing you know efforts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sort of like re uh, trying to decide what, uh, you know, to, to market, you need to have a target to market, <laughs> yeah. you know, which to market too. I have not picked my next target. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to be focusing, you know, continuing to focus on any small businesses. If I'm going to focus, uh, solely on healthcare or another professional services wing or whatnot. And I have told him this repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So he's gotten to a point now where he gets marked as spam. Yep. And I just don't see them anymore. <laughs> and um, our uh, friends, and I use that word loosely, at ConnectWise, which I believe you never had the displeasure of I've, using. I've never had the displeasure. You are so fortunate. Um, those, uh, what's the word they use on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? A-holes? Um <laughs> Uh, like even after I have told them like in no uncertain words, in fact, I have published an open letter to them on my blog telling them exactly what I think about them. And, <laughs> uh, and I did not pull back, you know, no, held no punches on that one. Um, they still would email me every now and then and say, Hey, we're just wondering, you want to come back? And I was like, no, I, I don't. Um, you know, you guys suck. Take me off your list. Oh, gee. Uh, you know, I can't imagine why you, why you, you feel that way. Could we talk sometime? And I'm like, no, you know, and I just, the, the fact that you have the, the gall to ask just, you know, is like indicative of the problem with your company. Just go away. You know, just, just leave me alone. Okay. Well, I really wish we could uh, junk, junk, junk. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have a, you know, a, a filtering rule. Anything that comes from connectwise.net.com.whatever goes straight to garbage now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think for a while, I don't know, I might even have it. I had an autoresponder. And um, it essentially anything that came from them, I just 
cursed the living hell out of these people. <laughs> and I held no punches. I was like, you know, you son of a blank. You know, if you're emailing me, it's because, you know, I, I don't remember how many times I've told you to take me off your list. You blah blah And I realized that maybe you're not personally responsible for this. And maybe you're, you know, had the, the misfortune of being assigned, you know, the marketing efforts, blah, blah, blah. But still, blank off. Uh, you know, just, just on and on. And, um, you know, and then I think I got rid of that. I just decided to just delete them. You know, like yeah. maybe they'll go away. I don't know if they've gone away, but at least as far as I'm concerned, they've gone away. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Dunn and Bradstreet? Do you get those calls? I haven't for quite some time. They were telling me, though, that um, people are looking you up online, <laughs> you know, and then that means, you know, they're they're interested in doing business with you. And I'm like, yeah, who are they? Well, you have to, you know, subscribe yeah. to our service to find out. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think if someone's interested in doing business with me, they can probably figure out how to contact me. And Yeah, and I can give them uh, references for credit. Yeah, yeah. If, if people are looking me up for my credit rating and I don't know who they are, um, I'm not really worried about that mm. because uh, I think it's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is unfortunate because uh, when I was with uh, Avondale and in the financial world, everybody lived by the Duns number, mm-hmm. and so when they were looking at a uh, buying a company. You know, you had to have that number and you, you had to have your number so yep. that they could go through your stuff. And I'm like, you know, you're, you're just captive. You know, it's like yep. you you have to pay for this service if you want to be able to sell your company. Yep. Like, come on. Yep. <laughs> I had to. Um, uh, the first time I had to get a Dunn's number was for uh, back in the day when uh, VeriSign was the like the only people you could get a, a TLS certificate from. Yeah. You know, and so I remember having to get a Dunn's number. And so now I have a Dunn's number and I've given it to people on occasion. I've had to use it maybe three times. Uh-huh. You know, and that's it. So I was like, all right, I'll use a Dunn's number. Here you go. Here's my Dunn's number. Have fun. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah and at least in my industry, I don't have to uh, worry about them wanting to know my credit rating. I'm like, doesn't matter what mine is; it only matters what yours is. <laughs> <laughs> What's your credit rating? What's yours? <laughs> well, if you apply for a loan, somebody might be kind of curious as to what your credit rating is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, but for me, you know, being the sole owner, the sole shareholder of the company, it always comes down to my personal credit rating anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. All right. So that... that Staying off topic as we are. (laughs) Well, that kind (laughs) of pulls us into uh, the taxes topic, which is definitely a way longer topic than four or five minutes of chat. But I will say, you know, I'm doing my taxes this year, and and taxes are uh, necessary evil in a civilized society. I mean, we've got police, we've got ambulatory services, we've got fire services, all of which that I'm glad that we have, you know, I I am with you. They are evil. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) but they, it's such a pain. No, you know, I, the Tennessee department of revenue, their sales tax is at least the easiest for me to calculate of all the ones that I have to calculate. You know, mm-hmm. whatever the taxable dollar is times point zero nine two five. You know, there's my number. Huh. 
<laughs> imagine that it's real easy and then i write a check and send it in but you know like i've i've got 1099s 1099s you know they uh simplify some things mm. but they don't simplify other things in like i have to print out a 1099 to send to each 1099 vendor yep and it cannot be on my own printed paper it's got to be from the paper from the IRS. And it doesn't yes. matter. They're like, well, here's a PDF that you can look at. But if you print on this PDF, that's against the law. <laughs> so yep. mm -hmm. I've got to take their little flimsy paper that's like half the paper, run it through my printer. And then that's what I got to give to 1099s. Like, guys, you could do this better. And so this year I had... Last year, I got five forms. You know, I just, I had them send me five 1096s and five 1099s, guesstimating about the number of 1099 vendors I'd have. Well, <laughs> so I had one that I actually had to send tax information for. Mm -hmm. I've got four forms that I'm going to throw away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, had I been able to just download one of them from the internet mm -hmm. and print mm -hmm. it off, yeah, it wouldn't have cost the U.S. government anything because it's free to me. Free with quotes in the air. I yeah. uh, I go to the I, I, could, I could I could I could see those <laughs> <You're>, quotes. <laughs> you could sense you, them. <laughs> you enunciated them very clearly. <laughs> so I go and I get a DHL package with whatever forms that I need from the IRS to print out that year. I wonder how mm -hmm. much that cost me. <laughs> I don't know, but it probably cost me something, too. Yeah, it, it probably cost you something, too. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I only ordered five. You know, I could I could have ordered, like, 300 to be a jerk or something, but I didn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I, I never, I don't understand what, I mean, they, they must be doing that in some sort of machine readable thing that, you know, and it uses special ink or whatnot, but yeah, yeah. no, heaven forbid we let people print their own 1099 forms. Or just let me file it electronically. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, brother. Yeah. So that's fun with taxes. Mm-hmm. See, that wasn't too bad. I mean, it could have. No, been. that wasn't. And actually, I got I had a surprise too. Uh, what two weeks ago? I got a letter in the mail from the Vermont Department of Taxes, and uh, they told me that, um, oh yeah, you were supposed to be getting a refund, but we're going to withhold uh, that. We're going to impound it and apply it to the taxes that you owe for 2014. And so I called them. I yeah. got. Around. I spoke to three different people to find out, oh, that letter was sent in error. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> the part about the having to pay back taxes for 2014. Okay. So, as it happens, I actually got a nice little refund check. <laughs> so, I was quite happy with that. Yeah. But, you know, the whole, like, wasting an hour of my life calling and trying to figure out where, you know, someone had screwed up for taxes that should have been filed two years ago part, I did not appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. I was I was worried that they were going to say, oh, no, you don't, you don't know anything. And guess what? We don't know you either. <laughs> yeah. So, I was, I was pretty happy about the fact that I got some money back, though. So, that was nice. <laughs> so, so, anyway, yeah. So, that's taxes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. Oh, I've got a. Um, uh, well, I I didn't think about it till I just looked down. Do you have a Go? You have a GoPro. We talked about that. 
They do. I've got the hero right here on my desk. Ta-da. Yep. Oh, you got the little guy. I got the What's remote. That? This is the remote. Oh. The wireless remote. GoPro remote. Yeah. So. And, it's, and it's waterproof because how many times have you had it on your head and it not be in the mode that you want it to be in? Um, I don't wear mine on my head, so never. <laughs> never. When you ride your bike, do you put it on your shoulder or on the bars? Nope. I mounted on the handlebars. Handlebars. Okay. Yep. Well, I I like to wear it on my head because you don't realize how how stable we keep our heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when I walk, my shoulders go up and down. I mean, you go up and down, but yep. it seems like my shoulders move a whole lot more than than my head. Uh, yep. But but I've been wanting, you know, so when I'm recording, because I often switch between. Okay, sometimes I want a video. But for the most part, I'm doing um, t- every a snapshot every 10 seconds, so okay. that, so that we'll go on a hiking trip and I'll kind of yep. record the entire hiking trip in a, you know, yep, <laughs> which is frame which by is, frame, frame by frame, <laughs> which is fun. Sometimes you get junk, well, most of the time you get junk, but sometimes <laughs> you, sometimes you really get some cool stuff. But then there's something going on and you're like, oh, I want to switch it to video. Oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't move there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, cool. Well, I generally do video, and um, yeah, most of it, you know, I'll go out on my mountain bike for a couple of hours, and it's usually about an hour and 55 minutes of junk. And then it'll be like, you know, like, oh, this was that epic rock slide that I went down or (laughs) here's where I sat and hung out with a family of three deer for 15 minutes (laughs) and almost got like could have gone up and touched one if I had felt like it kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So, so, you know, it's when you have moments like that, that's a, it's a lot of fun. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like some of the things though, I've got the, the original GoPro hero, so it's pretty old and, you know, it's pretty high resolution, Mm -hmm. but you just do not get a sense for the distance sometimes. Yeah. Like I was, you know, uh, I think I was about, I'd guesstimate 10, 12 feet away from a deer. Mm-hmm. And you look at it on video, and he looks like he's like you know twenty yards away. <laughs> so it's like you know you don't understand. He was like right there, like yeah. three steps away. I could have touched this thing, <laughs> and um, you know, so it's a little disappointing sometimes. And you also never get a sense. I was watching um, last night. I was watching. I forget what a number I'm up to, but I've been watching the Grand Tour, another uh, Amazon original series. Mm-hmm. That's from the guys who were on Top Gear for a okay. while. The, the ones and um last night's episode that i watched they were uh building they had built and were driving their own dune buggies across namibia oh wow and, and in one part uh one of the guys almost rode his right over a cliff oh <laughs> and, like a cliff of sand and stuff and you know but looking at it on video even you had no sense for how steep it really was mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could tell though by the expressions on their faces they're like oh my god and you know they're <laughs> they're swearing like, holy bleep i can't believe that <laughs> um and i get that same thing like uh, if i uh, film like going down a, a real steep descent at killington on my mountain bike mm-hmm. you, know, you watch back on the video you just don't get a sense for incline yeah on those things so it's it's kind of a shame i don't know how i guess you need like a uh, a different perspective to really capture that sometimes yeah well and that wide angle lens you know it 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 helps it helps do that 
because mm-hmm. the way that it it is distorting. Yep. But you know, if they had lens that came, you know, a zoom lens in and out and that kind of thing, that'd make it cost more. I mean, that's the beauty of the GoPro. Right. Every anybody can afford it. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cheap. So. Pretty powerful and pretty cheap. Cool. Now, I know you wanted to talk about uh, if you had any uh, year-end suggestions for um, for business owners. Now, the year has already ended, last yeah. I checked. Yeah. Uh, so. That kind of failed over. There's not much you can do about it now. But yep, too late. But next year. Well, <laughs> you have like a two-week window of I, well i actually wrote this check careful. on december careful. 31st yeah. careful <laughs> not that i would suggest that <laughs> careful <laughs> no you missed it now i i'd actually wrote that on there uh to talk about previously in the year uh, that rolled but, over i i recognized a couple of things that seemed to roll over so no yeah. worries <laughs> yeah we, we missed it on those um but uh Things like putting money... Well, there are things that you can do. There are a couple of things that you can do past due. You can still apply stuff to your HSA. You still can apply stuff to your IRA or Roth IRA. Um, you can still send money to those things. Yep. So for 2016, I don't know when it ends. I think maybe yeah. it's in March. Yep. March 15th. But And then also business owners have to file... Um, we have to be filed by March 15th this year, not April 15th. Oh, interesting. So I don't know if you knew that, but we do. Um, I do whatever my accountant tells me to do. (laughs) That's a good plan, except if you have a bad one. (laughs) Yeah. There you I, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I had that one. So, well, that's the that is the a bummer of being a business owner is that you get advice, you think you're getting good advice, and of course our clients are they are trusting that we are giving them the best advice that we can. So, right now, make sure that you understand that we are not accountants and we are not lawyers and we're yeah. not giving legal or financial advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or computer advice. No. <laughs> I'm but not giving any advice. I'm not giving any I, advice. I just give up. I'm not giving advice. You, this is strictly for entertainment purposes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I lost track of where I was going with that. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's probably safer that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the advice that we get from our advisors, we still have to double check them. So, I don't know what the process yeah. would be. That that's true. I mean, you know, you you get your tax returns and your accountant prepares them for it. You still have to put your signature on them and state that you know the things are to the best of your knowledge accurate and true. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, you might have some legal. If something went terribly wrong, you might have uh, legal recourse and be able to go after them for screwing up. But ultimately, as far as the IRS is concerned, it's your fault. <laughs> So. <laughs> you reported one dollar, but you actually made one million. <laughs> uh, what's a couple zeros among friends? I was gonna say it was just zeros. <laughs> it's just zeros, zero. nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I think we've uh, wrapped up for this Friday, Peter. Unless there's yeah, something th- else you want to hit. 
Yep. No, I think we covered. Uh, I think we covered everything. We've got a couple of rollovers, but I've got another meeting I've got to get to, and uh, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. And now that I can uh, totally give up on Pokemon Go, I've got to go and catch another Venusaur that's across the street. Nice. Well, and yeah. and Krav Maga is coming up in uh, February. As soon as basketball season's over, it's going to be Krav Maga season. I can't wait. I'm really curious to hear what your um, experiences are like down there and how they compare to a mine up here. <laughs> we'll see. I can't wait. Cool. <laughs> well, until next time. Until next time. And uh, I think it's time to hit the red button. Big red button. Hit the big red button. <laughs> to contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.